today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. There is a, uh, a terrific, interesting, fascinating story that is on CNN right now, on their website right now. You can look it up. And it is about the hardest working man in show business. That would be James Brown, godfather of soul, who died in 2006 of what we were told, what everybody was told at that time, was a heart attack. Well, he may not have actually died of a heart attack. We don't know what he died of because here's the thing. On 2000, on Christmas Day in 2006 when he went, that was the story that was given. Well, now there are new reports. There is a new story that's out there. CNN has written it. They've talked to this. Well, it's a really interesting story where it all came from, but the allegation is James Brown did not die of a heart attack. James Brown was murdered. Why was he murdered? Who murdered him? Well, these are tougher stories, but let me, let me, let us try and tackle this one. Mike Brown is host and creator of of the Dark Poutine podcast. Uh, He's also president and CEO of Dark Poutine Media Incorporated. He joins us now. Mark, how are Mike? How are you today? (laughs) I'm not too bad. How are you, sir? I'm great. Thanks for coming on. I, I'm having a huge problem, apparently, with names in the last half hour, so I'll, I'll try to get That's yours okay. right the rest of the way. That's okay. You can call me anything. You uh, like. I'll, call you, I'll call you Mike, because that seems to make the most sense, because that is your name. <laughs> uh, by the way, first of all, great podcast. Love the name of it. Love the stuff you guys do. Um, <laughs> uh, anyone who has not listened, who doesn't follow it, uh, go look it up. Um, they can find it. They will want to... Enjoy it. It's great stuff. But let us get into James Brown for a second. Did you know this story before? Had you heard about this rumblings or these allegations or anything before CNN wrote this piece? No, but I'm I'm totally not surprised at all. Not surprised at the allegations or at the thought that he was killed or? Um, not surprised at the allegations. It's um, typically around these big stars who die. There's There's a lot of mystery. And uh, things like that. Like, for example, with him, there was no autopsy. Uh, there's been no toxicology tests. Nobody knows where his body is. Um, so uh, these are all things that I've known over the years. So I'm kind of not surprised that somebody has put all this together to uh, create a narrative uh, that he may have been murdered. Before we get into some of the part of this story, and again, I don't know how much of it you know, but before we get into that, you just mentioned a couple things. We know that nowadays it seems that if you are a celebrity and you die suddenly, it's almost for sure that within a short period of time, there is going to be a conspiracy theory, correct? Someone's going to come up with one that you did not just die naturally, you were offed. Yeah, look at uh, Kurt Cobain, yep. and Michael Jackson, uh, you know, big big stars like that, or even uh, go all the way back to John Belushi uh, when he died. Um, his girlfriend, uh, Cindy, or her his girlfriend Smith, her was her last name. I can't remember her first name right now. Catherine, I believe. She injected him with the speedball that killed him, and uh, you know she went to jail for that. So, uh, was it murder or was it? him just wanting to get high kind of thing and her helping him out. Well, and maybe you can go back even further than that slightly different, but I mean, look, the, the, the biggest one of course was Elvis, you know, did yeah. Elvis actually even die or is he working in Kalamazoo at a Burger King still? So we don't know at this point. Um, <laughs> Jim Morrison. Jim Morrison. Yes. So, so the point is if we know that these celebrities, when they die suddenly, if it's going to lead to people investigating and all kinds of questions and suspicion, and everything else, if you are the 
coroner at that place, why not just do the autopsy and so you have it so that you can deflect all these things so you can stop it as opposed to having this stuff start to brew? I think that's a nice thought, but uh, the family does have uh, a big say into what happens. Uh, And for example, James Brown's daughter was uh, one of his daughters, Yama, I believe, was very much against his uh, being autopsied. And she's never said why, but it could be the fact that she didn't want to see her dad, you know, uh, it's a very invasive procedure and, and she didn't want to put his body through that. I don't know. I don't know what her actual motive is because she's never told us. Can I throw? So, can I throw a conspiracy into a conspiracy? Can we double absolute, up on the conspiracy? Hundred percent. Let's do it. Well, let's look at the Elvis situation for a second, or even Michael Jackson. You know, mm-hmm. if you die and people keep talking about you because there's mystery around you, the estate continues to gurgle along and produce money. And if you just disappear from public view, you're not 100%. quite so. You're not quite so lucrative. That is correct. That is 100% what I think. And that's uh, a lot of what I believe drives this. And some of the people personally involved, they might think that they uh, they can make some money from this. Um, for example, this, this lady, Jackie, who um, she claims James Brown raped her in 1988. Uh, and then she went on to actually have uh, a bit more of a closer friendship with him. and As one does. I guess so. Yeah, okay, sorry. I mean, it's just, again, the stories become, like, that just seems to start with those two sentences put next to each other just sounds crazy to begin with. But anyway, carry on. This is exactly my point. So what is her motivation behind uh, telling this entire story uh, to this reporter from CNN? And, I mean, it's lucrative for for CNN to bring this up, too, because people are going to have... uh, a big interest in this. You know, it's James Brown, the godfather of soul, right? But yet, so, if you read this story, there does seem to be, there do seem to be some people who say, you know what, there actually is, there are some nuggets in here that do make you raise an eyebrow and say, well, there might be something there. Right? And like, it's, yeah, not, like, it's not completely insane. There's something there, but it's whether he was killed or not, we don't know. Yeah, it's like, who was this mysterious stranger who visited James Brown in the hours before his death uh, that the nurse saw, but uh, for some strange reason, the guy who was sitting there didn't see? (laughs) Was it when he left the room to go get some insurer for James Brown that this person came in and and magically poisoned James? I don't know. Now, I'm going to say right up front or close to up front, I am not a conspiracy guy. I believe in one conspiracy. I believe that Lee Harvey Oswald did not completely act alone, but that is the extent of it. And you can take issue with that one too, if you want, but I'm looking at this, I'm looking at this thinking to myself, we do seem to have so many more of these. And is that just us not trusting authority figures? Because if the authority figures tell us that this is what happened, we are going to naturally have more doubts or is it us looking for something more that we need something deeper? What do you think is behind all this, this surge in conspiracies? Well, I think that's, that's a big part of it is, is people's distrust of authority. Um, also, I think the sur- the surge in conspiracies is driven by the people who are, um, are in this case, specifically around uh, the conspiracy they it, it's worth their while to have this all come up again it's it's about money really 
And I'm not sure that, and you're, I think you're right about, as I say, the people around them, but I don't know that it's just the people around them. And like in the last few weeks, last few months, I've watched on Netflix, I watched The Staircase. And yeah. of course we've watched Making a Murderer season one and two yeah. and listened to Serial, the podcast. There is, gotcha. there is money. And you know what? And of course, um, Dark Poutine, I don't want to leave that one out, but there is money, <laughs> there is money to be made if you have a really great story that leads people to say, wait a second. This is this mm-hmm. is not right. Yep, it's true. It's true. We try to steer away from uh, conspiracy. We've uh, anything that's kind of unsolved or there's a lot of a lot of question around. We try to steer away from that. We like to uh, we like to tackle things that are are pretty much cut and dried, and that uh, we approach it from the victim standpoint. So we tend not to get involved in that. This week's episode is a little different because uh, this person, Granger Taylor, uh, claimed to have been uh, contacted by aliens and taken away in a UFO and all this kind of stuff, and he turned up dead six years later. But people still don't know exactly what happened to him. Did he just lose his mind because of all the LSD that he was doing, or... uh, was he actually contacted by aliens? Well, it, clearly the aliens are not friendly like they've told us they would be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I think people people love to fill in the blanks, you know, and people are by nature creative. And you hear a story like uh, The Staircase, and have you heard the owl theory? The owl yes, did it theory. Yes, yes. yes. So, I mean, that's the craziest thing I think I've ever heard. So for people, is this a, you think this is a big uh, spoiler? I don't know if there's a big spoiler. I mean, the, the story of Staircase, in short, is there's a, it was in Massachusetts, right? It was somewhere out in the yes. East Coast. And yeah. a, an author, his wife went into the house and was found later dead at the bottom of a staircase. And he mm-hmm. says she fell. Police says that he did it, and in the midst of this whole thing about who did what, there was, as you say, as Mike just said, there's this theory that somehow an owl got into the house, grabbed her by the head on the staircase, clawed her scalp, and knocked her down and killed her. <sighs> I mean, it's 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 fascinating, and I mean, if that was true, what a what a remarkable way for someone to have been killed by a white owl in your house. Um, yeah, you know, why not believe it? Why not? Exactly. Exactly. I think it's just like you say, by nature, human beings love a good story. We love a good story. Uh, It's that it goes all the way back to the, 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 our ancestors around a campfire telling, telling each other about the giant dragon that dragged off uh, Aunt Mary, you know, like. Yep. Or, uh, or the campfire where the hook was on the handle of the door of the car when it pulled away and he got to his place. Exactly. Everyone heard that story once upon a time. Everybody has, yeah. This one, and going back to James Brown for just a second, and look, we don't have sure. time to go through the entire James Brown story. Again, go to CNN. No. Uh, it's called The Circus Singer and the Godfather of Soul. It's too weird for us to even explain the whole thing. But on top it's, of everything it's a else. rabbit hole. Well, it is. And the weirdest part about this, perhaps, and the thing that probably is going to lead more people to say there's something to this is that a whole bunch of people who are around this story and somehow had a stake in this one way or another have all ended up dead in very short yep. order, which of course, if you know that something evil is happening, it's because everybody around you is dying. Yeah. They end up dead or they're, uh, and then the other people aren't talking, yes. you know, they, they, they don't want to say 
what was going on. I, like his daughters won't even admit to where his body might be. Yeah, that's either a that? conspiracy story or a Friday the Thirteenth uh, I- edition of the of the movie that everyone's dying around you. But yeah, the, um, my thought when I first started thinking about these things though, and about talking to you, is that well, okay, what's the harm in this? Like, where's the, this, this is just a nice little cottage industry and it's all fun. And we, you know, who cares? Because honestly, you and I, and everybody listening, isn't going to have our life affected by whether or not James Brown was killed or whether or not James Brown just died naturally. Right. But there are some things here that you look at. And I think that it, it's not quite as funny. The first is that in, if invariably, if you are going to have a case where someone was murdered instead of just dying naturally, it requires one ingredient. And that is someone who did it, who will therefore, if it's not true, be wrongly accused. Yep. Correct. You can't have Um, a whodunit without a done it. Yeah. And I agree. I agree with what you you first mentioned that there wasn't a thorough enough investigation at the, at the outset. And I think that had to do with the person's, uh, the power around him, you know, the, the money around this, this gentleman, um, uh, maybe the, uh, the coroner didn't want to ruffle feathers, you know, but I think that's the time that the feathers should have been ruffled is, is, uh, at that specific time. Like, let's just, let's just get this done and see what killed this guy. So we don't have these questions here. Uh, 12 years later or 13 years later. It, it would seem that a lot of the authority figures, the governments, whatever, even if families, you know, that you might want to put something in place that says, look, we can do this. And, and mm-hmm. I've never had a family member that has had to go through an autopsy. So I, I maybe I just don't understand. But yeah. if they're gone, if they're dead, and this can solve the problems and get rid of all these things, uh, I'm like, okay, you know, do what you have to do. I, I, maybe I just don't understand the thought process behind the the body and handling the body and everything after someone's gone. I don't know. Well, I, I worked in that industry for a while, actually. Strangely enough, I was a grave digger for a while. Uh, it's a long story. <laughs> but but anyway, uh, I, I worked in that industry, and the way people's different families have different ideas about death and, and uh, uh, some people are completely offended by the idea that you might want to be cremated because, you know, you sh- your body should be whole after death kind of thing. And it goes back to a whole cultural thing. I really got into the, <laughs> into the, the culture around uh, how uh, human bodies are dealt with just because of my, my job at the time. So it was, I just became fascinated with it. And there are different ideas all across the planet on how someone should deal with somebody's remains. And sometimes it's like, no, don't touch them after, after they're gone. And and look, I, I get that. It just seems that if you are going to then have decades of questions about it, Yep. The solution, the, the solution to this is, you know, and again, go back, you, you can go to the JFK assassination and look at the, mm-hmm. the fact that there were no, barely no notes taken in the autopsy. If you follow that one and it yeah. just, it just led to a million, th- these, this whole thing probably could have been put to bed years ago, but for mm-hmm. the fact that it looks like you're trying to hide something then. And if it looks like yeah. you're trying to hide something, people are going to believe you're hiding something. Yeah, sometimes though there's smoke, there's just smoke, right? But but at the same at the same time, uh, you, you're right. Like it just looks fishy, and that is the other to me, uh, Mike. That is the other part about this that 
is problematic. It's not just that people are that you have to have someone accused as a result. If you're going to tell a good story, you've got to come up with the person who did it or at least point towards someone who did it. The other side of this is what we started with. And that is if we have story after story after story of these things that the authority figures are telling us is one thing and then we're led to believe otherwise, ultimately we are going to lose all of our faith if we haven't already in those authority figures. (laughs) It's yeah, going to undercut sure. all of our belief in the system, in the coroners, in the justice system, in the police. It, it, it can do nothing but make us doubt all these things that we're supposed to believe in. Yeah, absolutely. And that, that's why a big reason why I'm interested in true crime is because sometimes I get to talk about these these parts of it that are, are really, really fascinating. Like, there's it seems like there's multiple tiers of justice for people, depending on what... Uh, what level of society, uh, quote unquote, that you come from? Um, you know, lo- look at O.J. Simpson. Uh, Perfect gets example. Off, gets off because he has uh, the the fortune to deal with uh, some really high-priced lawyers, whereas somebody else in his situation who may not have had the money would have gone down pretty quickly and probably would be rotting in jail today. It is, uh, it is a story worth taking a look at. If, you, if someone needs something to do today, it's a snowy day here. It is ugly weather outside. If you need something to read for the next little while, it's called The Circus Singer and the Godfather of Soul. You can find it at CNN.com. It's a long read, but it is, um, if you need to have your brain scrambled a little bit, uh, do that. And then, as soon as you're finished, go find the Dark Poutine Podcast. Mike, where can they find that? <laughs> uh, they can find it at darkpoutine.com. There you go. Perfect. Great stuff. And I've just filled everyone's entire rest of their day with all the craziness they possibly could need and interesting stories. Mike, I really appreciate you taking the time today. Thanks for doing this. Thanks so much, Scott, for having me on. That is Mike Brown. Again, darkpoutine.com. Great podcast if you want to hear some really interesting stuff. Sometimes, I mean, it's dark poutine. Sometimes a little on the darker side, but it's, it's fascinating stuff. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.